Welcome back to the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlight Show here on Jock 98.7 ESPN Radio, live from Post Game Pizza in Rogersville, Missouri. I shouldn't say live, this is recorded, live right now. But uh, anyway, recorded Post Game Pizza in Rogersville, postgamepizza.com for all your pizza needs. Staying with baseball, we've got Glendale Falcons head coach Jim Julian. And coach, uh, thanks so much for coming down today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us in. Got uh, coming out of scrimmage. Thought yeah. had a little scrimmage this morning. Uh, talk about how that went. Uh, it went pretty good, really. Um, you know, as always, there's some good things and some bad things, but um, weather was nice. Uh, we got got to see a lot, uh, a lot of pitchers. Got pretty much everybody several at bats, and um, but you know, did some good things. Did some some things we need to work on, but it's always good to to get out and, and scrimmage, whether it's an inner squad or, or whatever the case is, and. You know, get that, get some live pitching, and get those pitchers throwing some hitters. And fortunate to have some umpires there, so uh, you know it's a little bit different than just having coaches call balls and strikes and outs and things like that. So I uh, thought it was pretty beneficial to us, and uh, again, got to see a lot and got to identify a lot that we need to work on. Third year at, at Glendale, mm-hmm. coming up from Forsyth. Yep. And I got that right. Yeah. Nice <laughs> job. What, uh, as you look at early in the season, you mentioned some things you, that uh, you need to work on, and typically those are pretty familiar things every year. Yeah. You know, what are some of those things you feel like you need to work on? Um, well, you know, taking away from today, uh, we need to throw it and catch it a little better. Um, but that's, you know, that's always something you're going to strive to do. Um, thought offensively, we did a pretty good job of moving the ball, uh, hitting behind runners, and doing some situational things. Uh, pitchers did a pretty good job of throwing strikes. We didn't didn't watch too many people, but um, you know, just kind of situational things uh, defensively, and you know, throwing and catching and kind of polishing some of those defensive things that you know can can make or break games and win or lose you some ball games. Just trying to tighten up a little bit defensively. What are the numbers like at uh, at Glendale as far as you know, kind of breaking down freshmen through your senior classes? What the, what do the numbers look like? Uh, we're pretty. Pretty even all the way through. We've got uh, 12 freshmen this year, um, and then we've got uh, about the same numbers. Our sophomore and junior numbers are a little lower, um, but then you know we're pretty even all the way. We've got 39 guys in the program, um, which is down a little bit from the first two years. Um, but you know I think with those 39 guys, we got some pretty good, pretty good pieces to the puzzle that we can can plug in. Whether they're you know freshmen through senior. As you look at coming off of last year, the success you had there, what are some, some key spots that you're going to have to fill in from this year from what you lost uh, to graduation? Um, you know, Pretty much a lot. We lost quite a bit from last year. We've got two pretty much full-time returners uh, and Timothy Glenn and, and David Wells was a PO but he was you know our at times number two between Timothy and David that are kind of our number 2A and 2B, I guess you could say, each kind of had different qualities that made him a really good starter. So we returned those guys. Um, Timothy pitched and also played uh, shortstop or third base when he wasn't pitching. Um, so that's really our only full-time uh, position player that's returning. We had some guys that kind of filled in and got some spot starts here and there. but. Um, so, you know, on the mound, I think we'll be pretty pretty solid on the mound. We've got some kids that threw last year for us and some younger guys that uh, threw some significant JV innings that will step up on the mound. So I think we'll be pretty deep 
uh, pitching wise, um, and then still trying to figure out a lineup. We graduated pretty much our entire lineup besides Timothy, um, and so you know trying to figure all that out is kind of a work in progress. But it's a it's a fun one. I think it, we showed a lot today. Uh, some guys had some good at bats and executed well, put some bunts down, did some good things like that, and trying to win positions. So, you know, we've got a lot of competition at practice and inter squads and scrimmages and things like that, but I think it's healthy competition. And so far, you know, the, the kids are working hard and encouraging each other and, uh, you know, taking it as healthy competition and seeing what they can do. Knowing this air on Saturday, you know, Saturday morning, you will have played your jamboree. Mm-hmm. An opportunity now to kind of get, you know, see other guys, see other pitchers, you know, and things like that. What, what? Uh, first off, a little bit about your jamboree, where, when, and who's involved. But then, and, and what do you hope to take out of a jamboree? Uh, jamboree is at Parkview on Friday the 13th. Uh, we jamboree with Parkview, Hillcrest, and Fairgrove. Um, you know, I'm glad that they decided to let baseball do jamboree. <coughs> Hugely beneficial. You get to see, you know, other people and kind of stack up against somebody besides an inner squad game. Um, but from jamborees, we just try to move some guys around in some potential positions that they play. Pitchers can only throw two innings, so try to try to get our front line guys out there and let them throw their two innings. And uh, hopefully, they're pretty, um, you know, pretty clean innings and attack hitters and throw strikes and. Um, but you know, it just gives us a chance to to see some guys in some game-like situations. Uh, you know, some potential mix up some lineups. See if this guy's you know a good top of lineup guy, or if we need to move him down. If he's more beneficial down in the bottom of the lineup, if he's a middle lineup guy. And so we just try to mix it up that way a little bit, and just kind of experiment with lineups. And uh, you know, so we're not just going in totally blind. First part of the season, we got a little better idea. And, Saw some of that today, as well as the, the jamboree. Hopefully, we'll get some out of that. Well, with what you've got to replace, you, know, you mentioned you've got just Timothy coming back. You know, in the lineup as an everyday guy. Mm-hmm. Got to be very beneficial to have an opportunity. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, especially you know, in a year like this where you're trying to plug in those puzzle pieces and things like that. It's it's uh, hugely beneficial. I wish we could scrimmage and inter squad every day, but we probably need to give our pitchers a rest here and there. But um, you know, we try to do a lot of first week here, you know, is putting in a lot of stuff and, and drill work and kind of getting back into it. But we're going to try to go, you know, as, as much game-like situations as we possibly can, whether it's, you know, pitching machine or coach pitching or some couple of guys that didn't get in today's scrimmage. We'll throw live with some hitters and just trying to use our time wisely and try to do what we can to prepare for that opening weekend. And where do you open up? Uh, we open up at home against Carthage and Verdigris, Oklahoma. We're coming up and playing a bonus date that first Saturday, the 21st. And that's been something that's relatively new as well, these bonus weekends where you play on a day. And it's, it doesn't have to be a weekend, it's just a day you don't have school. Yeah. But you get an opportunity there where you can actually play a doubleheader and only counts one game yeah. you know, on your schedule, and that's got to be greatly beneficial. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, yeah, you can kind of max out your games and, uh, like you say, get two for one, basically. And uh, so we've got several of those Saturdays and then I think a Friday that we don't have school that, um, that we're playing. Very good. Well, you've got a uh, number of young men here alongside and 
we've talked about Timothy a little bit, but tell us a little bit about what he does for you. Uh, so yeah, this is Timothy Glenn. Um, he's going to be in our starting rotation pitching-wise, and then when he's not pitching, he's super athletic kid. Uh, can play a number of positions, but he'll probably be at shortstop when he's not pitching. Uh, last year he played a little bit third base also and did a phenomenal job there. Um, you know, good speed, just a, a good athlete, swings it well, and one of our team leaders. Timothy, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tell us, uh, from your standpoint, what you feel like your kind of role and responsibility is to this team. Um, just, you know, starting since I was a sophomore, I just feel like, you know, me and David are going to have a role as kind of the leadership, you know, be a leader to the, to the younger kids. But all these seniors, um, you know, very mature group that's going to be, you know, good leaders to, to set an example to these kids, to, you know, tell them how our program works and the culture behind it is something really special. So just trying to, you know, do that in every game and practice that we can. As you could look back to your freshman year, mm -hmm. you, there were seniors obviously on that team. Yeah. You know, who kind of took you under their wing and, and maybe gave you an idea of, of, uh, of what you need to do when you're a senior? Yeah. Um, so Tanner Kellestros, he's uh, Matthew's older brother who's over there. Um, he was a shortstop, so when I was working with him and everything, you know, he'd always mess around with me because I was his little brother's annoying best friend. But, you know, he was, a, he was a great athlete, someone who I admired and looked up to, but he took the game very seriously, you know, showed me the ropes. And so I'd say, you know, he was probably a, a big influence into my life, you know, making the transition into high school, and it made me comfortable with the game. So, you know, probably he was probably the most, you know, the biggest part into my game. Going back to, again to your freshman year, to your senior year, where, where do you feel like you've really got, you've taken some great strides forward and maybe some things that you need to work on uh, baseball-wise at this point? Yeah, um, work on, you know, obviously you can get better every single day, um, but stuff, you know, that I can control. Um, you know, what happens behind me when I'm on the mound is something that I can't control. So, you know, just body language, you know, being a leader, being a team player, I think, you know, it's something everyone can always work on. But um, something I think, you know, maybe I've improved on is just, you know, obviously my all-around game, but hitting. I would say uh, Coach Goss and Coach Blasey last year really worked with me a lot um, to really use my legs and hit opposite field. I was a dead pull hitter my freshman year. That's the only place I would hit the ball. So now, you know, being versatile and being able to hit to all fields, I think it's a more dominant part of my game. Talking about when you're going to take the mound, let's say you're going to throw tonight, what are you thinking about during the day and how are you getting mentally and physically prepared? Uh, yeah, I don't do too much. I don't try to let it go to my head. Um, you know, maybe listen to some music or something, but just go out there with the mentality that, you know, I'm the best player on the field, um, that no one's going to, no one's going to hit me, you know, have a lot of confidence in my pitches, but also have all the confidence and faith in my teammates behind me and everyone in that dugout. Um, you know, they have my back. I know it on every pitch. So, you know, just try to go out there and do everything that I can to help my team. What are you thinking about in the on-deck circle? Yeah, um, just timing. You know, just try to get comfortable, see what he's doing. Um, understanding the game every, th every time I'm in the on-deck circle might be a different situation. So it kind of just depends on where it is in the game. Um, but just try to understand the game and try to do something that's beneficial to the team. Are you having a good time? I am. What's your favorite part of practice? On-field batting practice when we get free swings. <laughs> free swings? Yep. <laughs> All right. Just swing it. doesn't matter where it goes.
swinging hard. Right. Very good. Hey, Timothy, hey, thanks so much for coming. Thank in you. Today. Thank you for having me. You bet. Maybe your food just got delivered there. I don't know. I'm <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who do we have next, Coach? I've uh, got Charlie Woodworth. Um, he will compete for a corner infield spot. Um, he'll probably help us on the mound as well. Uh, he got some some sparks, some spot starts uh, last spring. Uh, had a good JV season, um, and then had you know some good at bats. I think he had one home run on the varsity level last year, and uh, had three or four at the JV level. So got some pop in his bat. Um, Again, one of our leaders. I think we've got nine seniors. Um, I don't think I said that before, but nine quality seniors uh, that, that love the game, love being around each other, and like Timmy said, are really good examples for our younger players uh, in our program, and even our our younger players, you know, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade that, that haven't got to the high school yet, but are around these guys sometimes. And Charlie's a great example of that. Um, just a, a good leader, a good kid, and enjoys playing the game and. Uh, Know, has a little talent to go with it, so that always helps too. Charlie, how are you, man? Doing good. How are yourself? I'm doing well. Doing well. I've already eaten my pizza today, yeah. so you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, I think you had your food already too, haven't you? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me what uh, uh, the position you play and what your roles and responsibilities are there. Uh, I play first and third, and I pitch a little bit in relief and uh, first base. It's kind of a new position for like most people on our team this year. Because only we have only me and Isaac Wells that are kind of returning. Everyone else is just either a freshman or a sophomore or just learning first base. So I kind of feel like between me and Isaac, we kind of have to teach them first base a little bit when Goss is not available, working with shortstop. And then when I play third, I just feel learning from Timothy. He's a good leader out there, and he's just kind of teaching us. So, yeah. You have a favorite position between the two? Uh, first base. Sure. That's uh, what are the challenges there that you have on? I mean, obviously you get runners to hold on and bunt coverage, things like that. Uh, I'd say the hardest part is picking balls for me. That's like my biggest weakness, I think, right now. About where do you hit in the lineup? Uh, I'm hoping to hit fourth or fifth, so middle. What are you thinking about in the on-deck circle? Um, I'm thinking about. I'd say like when I was like just when I was like freshman sophomore like don't get out but now I just like thinking middle and oppo middle away. Going back to your freshman year as well to your senior year, uh, number one is your role change. You've probably been a first you know corner infielder the entire yeah. time, but uh, what are some things that you really feel like you've gotten so better at, and what are some things you still need to work on? I would say I got better at like. My feelings got a lot better over the four years, and then I also would say my leadership qualities and being more vocal on the fields got a lot better. But something that I could work on is uh, my speed. I'm not the fastest kid out there, but there's always room for improvement. So, <laughs> what's your favorite part of game day? Uh, I have a little weird ritual where I eat a chicken sandwich with cheese. That's my favorite part. And what started that? Uh, I don't know. It was like I just wanted to try it one day and for a baseball game in that freshman year, and I eat one every, for every game. Yeah, there was uh, three – oh, what's his name? He, Wade Boggs, I think, would eat chicken before every game. Mm -hmm. I believe that was the case. So, I, you didn't get it. Do you know who Wade Boggs is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's going to make me feel really old at that <laughs> point. Were there games 
you know, coming into this season, I look at schedules, and, you know, just based based on what I do, you know, about games that I'd like to be at, you know, in every sport. Are there games on your schedule that you're looking forward to playing? Oh, for sure. Our first couple games to start of the season, I'm started. I'm excited to play a team out of Oklahoma. That seems pretty good. And then I always love when we play Clever. I always play Clever. Or not Clever, Carthage. I'm at Carthage the first week week of the season, so I always like to play them. Uh, very good. Blake, Charlie, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. You bet. Visiting with Glendale Falcons, and the segment brought to you by Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank with six, more than 600 locations, or more than 100 locations in six states. I'll get that right. <laughs> uh, Great Southern Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Chris, Who do we have next? Uh, this is Turner Jackson, um, senior. He's uh, going to be our starting catcher. Um, he's really improved his overall game the last, even the last year. But he's a hardworking kid that, um, you know, we always like those kids that, you know, show up early, stay late, and, and do little things and ask questions about what they can do to get better. And he's improved his arm strength tremendously and, and had a pretty good day today throwing, uh, throwing the bases and. Um, so yeah, he'll he'll be be back there. He's a good leader on the field, uh, handles our pitchers well, and uh, and swings it pretty well too. So he'll probably be middle or so with the lineup. Turner, yes sir. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. All right, now you behind the plate. You've got a lot of roles and responsibilities. You can see the entire field. You're going to handle the ball every pitch. What do you do to kind of get prepared for that? Um, I think just taking it one pitch at a time and knowing that there are certain things, you know, I can't control and I can't feel for everybody else, you know, just stay within myself and you know, have confidence in myself as well as, you know, believe in everybody else too. So you get the batter stepped in the batter's box. What are you thinking about? Are you getting the pitches from uh, the dugout? Uh, and then what are you looking at? Are you looking at feet? Looking at what's going through your mind when the batter steps in? So first thing I do is I kind of, if I've had a past experience with him, I, I judge based off that. So if he's a dead pull hitter, then you know, we're going to set up outside or um, adjust the pitches that we throw. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm getting the signs from that out, and sometimes I'm calling him. But a lot of times it's just, you know, feeling out my pitcher more than anything else. You know, if he's not feeling like he can throw inside to a batter, then I'm not going to set up a lot inside. So. How do you kind of develop that relationship? With, with pitchers, and you may have eight or nine, ten different pitchers you've got it. What do you do to kind of develop that relationship uh, with them? I like to um, catch extra bullpens with them and stuff, make them know that I, um, you know, I have their back, show show them that I have the confidence in them, they can do anything they need to do. Um, and if they make a mistake, it's on me, it's not them, so they don't take it as hard. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, a relationship that is totally different than going bowling. Right. You know, and yeah, you're out there bowling, having a good time. Now the guy's on the mound, and uh, you know, a lot of times you've got pitchers that are completely different when they're in that circle than they are at the bowling alley, oh, yeah. and that's that's got to be something that, you know difficult that maybe you have to try and figure out. So for a lot of these guys, um, like Coach Daniel, we have three, four seniors in our rotation. So I've been with these guys since freshman year, and just with some of the underclassmen, I try to spend time with them just to figure out, you know what they're like, what their mindset is. Because uh, the bottom line is they need to be comfortable because as, as long as they're comfortable, they're going to be throwing strikes more times than not. And if they get rattled, you know, take time, make sure they can breathe. So. Then you've got that relationship, and then you've got a guy standing behind you. <laughs> and, you know, 
how do you deal with, with that? What's a, you know, a, I talk a little bit at the, at the collegiate level, and you know, I, that's the first thing I did. I'd go and find that guy that was going to be behind the plate with the mask on. And, and a lot of times you have these guys over and over and over during the season. What's that relationship like? So for the, for the umpires, you know, we, I, tr I try to introduce myself for every single game we can. I, I obviously first and foremost got to protect them, you know, make sure that they're happy with anything else because if they're not happy, we're not getting any calls. Um, you know, just be friendly to them. If they need a drink, you know, go get them a drink or whatever's needed to. Um, you know, just be just be you know friendly to them and make sure that you know they that you protect them. So. You find yourself, and you don't have to name, but you find yourself <laughs> having favorite guys, maybe guys that uh, you know I'm not looking forward to this day that are working behind you. Don't name them. Um, Favorite guys you can name, but well, I mean, this early season too, just based on some past experiences, um, it just kind of depends on the situation. There are some some days that we've had the best umpires we've you know we've ever had, and some days where maybe we've missed a couple calls. But all in all, I would say you know we've had fairly good umpires throughout the course of our seasons lately. What do you do to get prepared offensively? You're in the batter's box. What are you thinking about? I try to empty my mind as much as I can. Um, I typically, uh, I'll have like one foot out, and I like to examine the field, see where there's holes, if there's a bigger gap in left center or right center, then I try to adjust my swing accordingly. But all in all, I just try to keep an empty mind and know that just every swing's a new swing. I can't judge my next at bat based off this, and I can't judge this at bat based off everything else. What's your favorite part of practice? The favorite part of practice would be probably on-field hitting. Or catching girls because I love throwing down stuff like that. So getting to work with the younger classmen is a lot of fun. All right, well, Turner, your pizza just got delivered, <laughs> so I'll let you go. But I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. you bet. And we've got just a, two or three more, I think, here. Yeah. Four. And, uh, four. That's right. Who we have now? This is Matthew Kellerstross. Um, he will compete for an outfield job. Um, he will more than likely hit at the top one or two or even three in our lineup. Um, he runs like a deer. He's gonna gonna run track as well as play baseball. He was injured last season, so uh, kind of he focused more on track last season and had a pretty successful track season. Um, but you know, made a ran a long way this morning and, and made a diving play in center field and you know is becoming a, a really good vocal leader out there in the outfield. Um, playing center field, and uh, you know he, he got a, a lot of very positive aspects of his game. You know he can he likes running for it. I think he does a good job at it, and mm -hmm. so that's one of his big weapons. I mean he also swings it pretty well. He's got some some pretty good pop, and um, you know runs the bases aggressively, and with the speed he has, that you know more than more often than not that turns out to be be a good thing. So really good player for us, um, and looking forward to watching him play this year. Matthew, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now you've got, uh, you know, lots of responsibilities there. Yes, sir. But let's first off, let's talk about that offensive offensively. Um, what are you looking to take advantage of? You know, when you lay down a bunt, what are what are what are you looking for when you get in the box? I look for lazy third basemen that aren't ready to take off full sprint on the first pitch of the game. So a lot of times you find yourself, you know, bunting, you know, leading yeah. off. Yeah, first pitch of the game, just making sure they're alive. And a lot of times, they'll like make a really stupid mistake. 
throw the ball away and you end up yeah, on second. Yeah, have like a panic attack and then run the bases. Right. Try to find a way to home. All right, so next time up, you're in the batter's box. What are you What are you looking at for it? What are you looking for your, your second time around? Because they're ready for it now. Yeah, so uh, third baseman comes up. Uh, if he's in, then I'll probably take bunting away, and I'll just try and hit the ball wherever it's pitched just about as hard as I can. What are you thinking about in the box? You looking for? Are you looking for a location? Or are you looking for a certain pitch? I'm just trying to do a job. I'm not trying to hit the ball off a of school or anything. I'm just trying to get the ball in play, move runners, try and get on base. Defensively, tell tell me about your responsibilities. Responsibilities. Um, I'm more of a center fielder, so I like to be a leader of the outfield, and I like to um, just help guys out, make sure. We're all getting better while working on things like doing uh, drop steps like before games and like quick sprints, stuff like that. Just making sure we're all on the same page and we're all like playing the same types of shifts and everything. What are, uh, what are some games on your schedule you're looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to playing Kickapoo because I didn't even get to go to the Kickapoo game last year on varsity because I had a track meet. What did you run in track? I was a sprinter. I did the 100-meter dash, 200-meter dash, and long jump. And that's got to translate and, and help you baseball-wise. Absolutely. It made me quite a bit faster. Now, center field, what are your roles, responsibilities there, and what do you do to kind of get prepared? Um, any ball hit in the air, don't let it touch the ground, and get it in as fast as possible. Um, definitely working a lot in practice to make sure that able to read balls well and like a really bright sun, different winds, just getting more comfortable. From your senior or your freshman year to your senior year, what do you think the best improvement has been for you? My best improvement probably would definitely be my offense just because I don't know, my swing has been all over the place and like it got to the point where I would never even get to extension and then after getting Tommy John surgery, like a lot of things changed and so I've had to make a lot of adjustments to be able to catch up to varsity pitching. And this was the injury you had last year? Yes. Okay. You know, being out a year, a lot of times folks that they get injured, they're not able to play, they learn a lot about, number one, they learn a lot about the game. Absolutely. Because they're looking at it through different eyes. Yeah, I got to see it from a coach or like a coaching perspective, and it was actually really cool, and I got a lot out of it just because I wasn't on the field, and I was just, I got to be a first base coach for like the junior varsity a lot, and it was just a lot of fun being able to see it from that perspective. What did you learn about yourself? Um, I learned that baseball is not the most important thing in my life. And that uh, that really, I was gonna, I'm gonna pursue ministry at Evangel after this, and I really, really realized that my passions for that are a lot stronger. And like baseball, like baseball is my heart, but there's there's a lot to life, and like I, I was idolizing myself in baseball, and I was just uh, finding my identity through it, and I really grew a lot through that. So going to Evangel. Yes, sir. And that, that was led to because of the ministry. Absolutely. And are you having any baseball? Are you going to play baseball? Yes, sir. I'm I actually just committed there for baseball. Outstanding. Well, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Well, Matthew, hey, thanks for coming by today. Thank you. You bet. Visit with the Glendale Falcons and uh, head baseball coach, Coach Julian, and uh, we've got three left.
Yep. Two left. Three left. Three left. Three left. Who do we have now? Uh, this is Harper Brady. Uh, he's going to compete for an outfield spot for us. Um, he's come a long way. Uh, he played as a, as a youngster and then took some time off and then joined back up, was it two years sophomore. ago? Sophomore year. And, um, you know, pretty good athlete, so he, he picked it up pretty quick. Um, uh, like I said, he'll probably compete for one of the outfield spots. And, um, you know, he's come a long way since his sophomore year. Uh, great kid. Uh, I think he's got an opportunity also to possibly go to Evangel and, and maybe play on their JV team. And uh, so that just shows, you know, how how hard he's worked in the last couple of years, just to, you know, from a sophomore to a senior year now and um, from taking time off and not even playing the game to, to coming back and potentially, you know, getting some, some college playing time. Harper, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. So... Why the hiatus? Why did you take that time off and what brought you back? So the big thing was when I was in about fifth grade, I had to choose whether I wanted to do more focusing on acting or actually focusing on baseball. So these were two of my really uh, really big passions in life. So I had to kind of pick one or the other and I ended up using the acting one and I wouldn't change it for the world because I actually got the chance to travel the US with the National Broadway tour of Elf the Musical. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so then, it was really great because about sophomore year, I started kind of fitting in the age gap where I'm too old to play a kid role and too young to play like an adult role in the acting world. And I kind of lost a little bit of love for it. So I got more involved with the baseball team. I had a lot of friends that were on it and they kept encouraging me to come and try out and play for the team. So what led to the acting? So I started really young. I was like dramatic, my mom said. I don't know, I've always been very outgoing and very easy to talk to people and be in front of crowds and stuff, and I liked the attention. So I started a little bit at the Springfield Little Theater downtown, and that ended up growing from doing a little bit there to working more regionally. I worked in Oklahoma, I worked in uh, at Silver Lark City for a couple seasons, starting to get more paid, more professional gigs, which eventually led me up to working in New York for two to three years, going up and flying there and back every now and then. Very good. So what role did you play in Elf? I was Buddy's little brother, which is Michael. Okay. Yeah, and I did that for two years. you remember any of the lines? Uh, honestly, not too much, no. <laughs> I did a lot of roles growing up, so it's kind of once you're in the moment, it's all there, but you kind of have to hit like a, a trash folder at the end so you can get ready for the next production or whatever you're doing next. You say you hit a trash can? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like the Astros. Yeah, not like that. <laughs> How do, you, how do you feel like uh, your acting career maybe helped you in baseball? Yeah, so one of the big things is I really enjoy being a big team player on our team and kind of encouraging everyone in whatever they're doing, whether that's in outfield drills or just in the dugout cheering them on, yelling they have good eyes, you know, out there in the batter's box. And also I learned a lot of body control, so that's really helped from on the tour kind of figuring out and doing a little bit of like movement and a little bit of dancing, not much obviously, but it was really great to use that body control and kind of that speed that I already had from being an athletic kid growing up to the outfield where I'm laying out for balls or I'm tracking them down or making weird angles to try and catch them. What was the biggest challenge that you faced taking, taking that time off and then coming back? What was 
what were the challenges? So the really big one was just uh, adjusting to pitching from other kids and other uh, players, especially at a varsity level. That was one of the things I didn't really grow up seeing a lot. I think I kind of stopped playing a little bit right into kid pitch when I was little. So I never really had an experience with someone throwing and trying for me not to hit it. What, uh, what do you feel like, uh, do you have any personal goals or team goals set for this season for yourself or for the team? Uh, for the team, I think I obviously want to go above 500 for our record this year, and I think we have a good little group of guys that can – we have a really great team chemistry, which is one of the best things about our team this year, is all the senior guys and the juniors all the way down to the freshmen. We're all pretty good friends, so that really uh, translates really well onto the baseball field. Personally, I want to have a higher batting average than I kind of have a little bit of pass and get a little more varsity playing time. The last two years, I've kind of been more developing or developing on the JV level, my sophomore and junior level or seasons. So I'm excited to get out there and play this year. All right. Well, this is the first for me. I've not interviewed an actor before, <laughs> but uh, Harper, I appreciate you coming yep, down. Best sure. of luck this year. Thank you. You bet. And who we have next? Making his way over here. This is Alex Tarter. Um, try to give him some time while he chews up that last piece of pizza. But um, he'll compete for some infield time. Uh, he also pitches a little bit. Um, you know, another one that another hardworking kid, uh, really quality character, just like the rest of them. But you know, like Harper said, we got a lot of a lot of guys that get along with each other and spend a lot of time together on and off the field and um, you know Alex is no different but hard-working kid um, does a good job he's a lefty hitter but he does a great job going with the pitch and not trying to do too much at the plate and a good situational hitter um, you know doesn't strike out a lot so he's he's always a threat to put the ball in play and, and does a good job of uh, recognizing location and you know, going with the pitch or pulling it or, you know, kind of doing whatever he needs to do situationally at the plate. And, um, you know, pretty pretty smooth fielder and he can play a number of positions. So kind of looking at him maybe as a uh, type of a utility type player that can play several different positions on the infield depending on who's on the mound. And, uh, you know, he could hit. He's one of those guys that could either hit, you know, top of the lineup or kind of the bottom of the lineup as like a double leadoff type person down towards the bottom. Alex, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How was that pizza? Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, utility player. Yeah. Yeah. What? What do you? And that's a new role, maybe for you. A little bit. Yeah. You have a favorite position? Uh, I've played second all my life, so yeah. I'd say that's my favorite. What do you think the challenges are going to be as a utility player? Uh, just switching positions, just having to know every, like all the cuts and defenses for all the positions, probably. What do you do, you know, say, say you're going to play tonight at 6 o'clock, what are you doing to kind of get prepared? Uh, just trying to stay loose, listen to music, just not doing too much. Just trying not to think, get, get in my head. And hey, what's your favorite part of game day? Uh, just showing up at the field, getting ready to play. Do you have any, like, team or personal goals coming into this season? Uh, just to do whatever I can to help the team win. Just want to, we want to get to districts, maybe to state if we can. That'd be, that'd be awesome. What uh, What's your favorite part of, of practice? What do you enjoy about going out to practice? Being a utility player, you probably get probably got two or three gloves. I've, yeah, I just got one, but <laughs> okay. I, I use it a lot. 
What's, what's your favorite part of practice? Uh, probably taking fungos, uh, just get, practicing ground balls, just working on the fundamentals, fielding ground balls. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. Any games you're looking forward to coming into this season? Uh, definitely Kickapoo. Kickapoo? Yeah, yeah they're our rival. We played them a bunch. Really? Glendale and Kickapoo arrived? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a rumor. <laughs> All right. Very good. Alex, thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, thank you. Go enjoy that first game pizza. One left here. I think he's probably done with his pizza. I think so. This is Tyler McClellan. It's his birthday today, so oh. he's having a good day already. But uh, another one, uh, play outfield. Looking at him to compete for one of those probably corner outfield spots. Um, you know, another kid kind of like Alex that can hit up and down the lineup, handles the bat pretty well and runs pretty well. Um, so, you know, whether he's close to the top or at the bottom, um, he's one of those speed guys, and, um, you know, which we have. I think this year we'll have several of those guys and going to try to use that to our advantage. But, uh, you know, does a good job all the way around, a good team leader, pretty vocal, outgoing kid, so helps out a lot, you know, not only leading the team that he's, he's with, but, you know, also practices and stuff so far. He's been a good, good vocal leader with our younger guys, too. Tyler, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. What uh, What are your roles and responsibilities as you see them? Um, kind of just. I, w I don't want to say uh, being the role of a leader. I'm kind of somewhere in between. Uh, sure, I'll help out with younger guys and stuff like that. But knowing my knowing my role and staying back a little bit, like letting Timothy Glenn, he needs to step up, be that leader, be that guy. But as far as like with younger players and stuff like that, do you have any goals, personal goals, team goals coming into this to this season? Uh, team goal, I really, I really want the squad to win districts this year, and I think that's pretty reasonable. I, it'll be, a, it'll be a challenge, but I think that's that's really what I want. That's the biggest thing. You guys scrimmaged earlier today, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it scrimmages much like a game, or mm -hmm. you try to make as much like a game as you can. Yes, sir. What's your favorite part of, of game day? Um. Game day, I think uh, for this team personally, uh, we all kind of really come together, and especially even just in warm-ups, that's the best time about it. Like, we're all super close, super together, helping each other out, giving each other tips before game time, just anything just like that. Team's very close together on game day. Say, say tomorrow's game day, okay? You'll wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you're going to do? Probably... Uh, I think a lot of the boys, we always text. We have a group chat called Bad News Bears. We'll probably text, be like, it's game day, boys, and uh, just hype each other up, stuff like that. So, uh, Are you having a good time? Yes, sir. Yes, how sir. was the pizza? It was pretty good, pretty good. I like how the wine. How has your role changed from your freshman year till now? Um, probably with the experience that I'm gaining from older guys from previous seasons. Uh, that's what I see changing. I just kind of pass it forward. It just keeps going down. It's just like a ladder. Uh, what I took from them, I bring down. I teach the younger guys. I help out with younger guys and have the same attitude about it. Who was that guy when you were a freshman? For me, um, not as much as a freshman, not as much my freshman season. I didn't really talk too much. I wasn't as vocal or social, really. I mean, I, we still had a lot of fun. It was more like our freshman group. You know, we stuck around with each other. Sophomore season, probably Thomas Brandt. 
he was one that I really looked up to, and he was a right fielder, and that's what I'm aiming for, and he was uh, a big help with experience and things like that. Well, hey, Tyler, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, with the Glendale Falcons. And Coach Julian and Coach, uh, when this airs on Saturday, you will have uh, played your jamboree, but what do you go? where do you go from there? Open up your season on that with the, that doubleheader. Yeah, so yeah, jamboree, and then we'll uh, take a couple of days off uh, that weekend, and then uh, that's our spring break, so you know, hit it hard that week and hopefully have good weather like we have. Um, and then roll right into you know a tough opening opening season doubleheader with Carthage and Verdigris, Oklahoma, um, and then yeah, and then just hit the ground running. It's kind of a, a whirlwind from there, but hopefully get these guys as prepared as possible. And uh, you know they're a, a good group, like they've all said, hardworking group and, and close. So um, you know I expect them to to have some good practices and, and be focused and, and intent and ready to go. And one of the highlights of the season is always the red and blue. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, going to get kicked off. Is that at the week after spring break? It's two weeks? April 3rd and 4th. Okay. Like if that's that Friday, Saturday. So a couple of weeks, I think, after after spring break. That's well, Coach, I certainly appreciate you guys being generous with your time here. And uh, best of luck. And maybe we'll get to talk to you again throughout the season. Yeah, sounds good. Appreciate you having All us. All right. You bet. Lindale Falcons head coach Jim Julian. And we'll step away. And... Uh, be back after these messages from ESPN Radio.